Hey, Feral Audio consumer, did you know Feral Audio's got a new survey? Hey, I am a Feral Audio consumer, even though you're not talking about that, and I didn't know that. I am talking about that. Man, we're on a mission to get to know our listeners a little better, and that means you. So basically, these surveys, they kind of help us get information about what you like, right? I guess so. Your participation in these surveys it, uh, makes a difference for everyone making podcasts at Feral. It's a super easy way to support the shows you love. Um, so we appreciate you helping out. I mean, I'll say I don't, I, I, but that's just me. I don't like the idea of, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't mind the idea of a survey. Right. Please feel free to let someone at Farrell know that you wish I lost weight. I, you can seriously in advance go fuck yourself. Not, I don't think these are the survey questions. Okay. No, no I, I imagine it's more like, who are you? Like, like what if we find out that there's like, you know, a bunch of asexual listeners, you know, and right. that, and that the, they in particular don't have, uh, uh, they don't feel feel like they have a their point of view represented like the great thing about podcasting networks is like it's very low overhead to create a podcast so this survey is a great first step to to, to help us build a better feral audio that that includes like if representation is your jam or it just like your interests you know are you, right uh, are you into football would you never for instance ever buy a football app if it was advertised to you, is that not helpful to you? Right, right. We can we can tailor make connections between audiences and, right. and, and, and the advertising. This survey is going to exactly help out those kinds of issues because we don't know you don't like football. Um, you can find the survey at feralaudio.com slash survey. That's feralaudio.com slash survey. You're helping yourselves. The Feral Audio, the Feral Audio survey. You'll float too. <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by last rampage the new true crime film starring robert patrick heather graham and bruce davison and we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie so uh, my name is alvaro rodriguez i'm the screenwriter for the last rampage as a writer to me I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um, you know kind of horror genre, thriller, or action movie, or kids movie, or, you know, different kinds of things. And it was always more, I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before, but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of, um, of a guy like Gary Tyson who, you know, had been in and out of institutions from the time he was, you know, a kid um, and uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed um, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family-centered in, in some way. You know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about, in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons. And the only way you're going to, you know, 
get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash lastrampagefilm. Wait for it. No one knows crafts? Nobody? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Meltdown Comics. Town is in session once again. Yeah. I love this song. No one knows Crash, anarchist punk band from the 70s? Be a guy, live your life, I'm saying, boy. The system I told you, buddy, won't get me. One, two, three, four! I'm Jeff Davis, the Comptroller. Welcome to the stage, your mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. Thank you. Well, the stage is, ba- is down again. I thought that was a permanent thing that they were going to raise the stage. So I, I, I pick the worst ways to open shows. Like I can't, I can't. Especially podcasts, uh, that that, uh, yeah. that that visual stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just no. I don't think I've ever done it right, have I? No. You came out with your shirt off a couple times. Yeah. Is that is that right, or is that just like a symptom it's, of how nervous I am about I how to start the show? I think it's exhilarating. Uh, uh, you made some bad choices with that music. What was going on? I did not make... My only bad choice, I thought the song started right away. I forgot there was kids playing stuff. Uh, there's playing like hunk. eight different beginnings of the well, song. There, it was like, like George kids. Bush saying, no new taxes. And, uh, <laughs> It was like dialogue from a kung fu movie. And Freddy Krueger came out. I think it was like 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 little kids playing like like hopscotch or a skip rope or some some business. Well, we're here now, and now the show's underway. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you, how, how how you start. It doesn't matter if you come up and and talk about how low the stage is. The entertainment's always just around the corner. Not that we're not that our goal is to be entertaining. It's a town meeting, right, Jeff? Right. Our comptroller Jeff Davis is here. Let's have a hand for him as always. He, he doesn't get paid for this. He does it for the love of government. You, you, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love rules. I, I, love, uh, I love governing. Speaking of government, uh, uh, please, I can't recommend highly enough. I watched last night the uh, WikiLeaks documentary. It's called We Steal Secrets. I think it's on, uh, I don't know if it's on the Netflixes or whatever. We saw it on Apple TV because we're douches. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's really, really enthralling. I, re- I, w- I was kind of checked out during that time when the, when the uh, Julian Assange with the thing in the ear uh, the, was happening. I was, you know, 
know, I was getting, it was getting vague reports of what was going on, and I'd, I'd see Bill Hader on SNL doing an impression. I was, like, I was working on Community, uh, and uh, I had not yet uh, been banished to my Ecuadorian uh, embassy. Uh, but, but, but it doesn't really matter what you think of Julian Assange or, 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 or what happened, or if you think information should be, should be free uh, or cost $5 a pound, uh, whatever the alternate view is. Uh, it really is, because it's, it's such a well-done documentary, it's really very objective and just kind of reports on it what what is it truly like probably one of the most interesting modern historical stories that we lived through in recent times i don't even know if a if a if a documentary about 911 would have more like 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 impacting kind of information in it boy i'm really blowing this movie <laughs> like, let's all go home and just you can just watch it i just thought it was amazing i i i, I the, the takeaway i won't do any spoilers or anything i one of the, one of the one of the one of the one of the things that washed off the movie and kind of washed over me was uh was just the, the this this concept that like we as as this throng like we live in this big honeycomb and we're all we're all good people we're all pretty decent um, and then, and then this this throng is able to do these like really weird, nasty things. And and, and part 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 of the reason it's able to do nasty things is precisely because w- with a throng, it's possible to stop communicating, to stop exchanging information freely, to, for everyone to st- you know know what's going on with everybody all the time. You you kind of you step over a homeless person on the way to Seven Eleven, you don't have time. Like I've talked about this before. What if we what if we had an economic system where helping uh, people was w- actually what made you worth more, got you more laid got you uh, better suits and stuff like like people would you know homeless people would become like targets you know you'd slam in your brakes and jump out of the car throw a blanket around them try to score something uh, uh but but and, and and that problem would be wiped out i don't know if they i don't know if the country would do great or not as a result but it's got to be better than kickstarter uh, I, don't, I don't know what we're doing now we're just starting to all panhandle each other to death uh, but, but but that aside uh the the, the we so we we, we kind of you know like like let's say like yeah, like governments have secrets. Governments have to have secrets, like like you know, because they have to have secrets from each other. You know, if there's a plate of cookies on the table, someone's gonna steal them. If you don't like do some counter espionage and figure out who's gonna steal the cookies, who's who's the hungriest people, who's who's the cookie thief in the room. It's not about it's just about protecting our cookies, man. We're not dishonest people. We're just you gotta have secrets about how you get your secrets. You gotta think of it. And 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 these you know characters like 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 Assange, they're like these kind of like you know that hacker mentality is that information should be free. It's it's, it's sort of a it's not a heroic uh, political, it's not a politician's platform. It's not something that's going to win you a popularity contest. Because it's so easy to go, oh, well, if all the information's free, then this is going to happen. That guy's going to fall out and hurt himself. A hacker would go, who cares? I, I, like, like, it's more important. There's a, there's a larger crime happening when, when information is not free. So these guys, like, 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 what's interesting is, we, we, we keep deceiving ourselves into thinking that the throng needs a hero. Like, we, we have this weird, I guess it's not weird at all. It's like we're primates, so we need a face on Time magazine. We have to know who's going to, who's who represents, like, what's right to do. Oh, it's this guy, right? Oh, it's the man of the year. It's the president. Let's, let's vote for him. Let's not vote for this guy. This guy knows what he's doing. Oh, this guy's a rapist. Yeah, but did you hear this guy invented the light bulb? Yeah, but he raped someone with it. It's... It, <laughs> 
it, it, it's every, it, everything becomes about like sniping and character assassination. It's like Bill Clinton got a blowjob in the White House, but he, yeah, but it shouldn't be about that. It should be about him tomahawk missiling the Cubans or whatever. A very well hidden secret. <laughs> it's one of the one of the most effective surgical missile strikes in history. Where was, was Jul- Bill Clinton's strike upon the Cubans? Where was Julian Assange then? <laughs> the the real Cuban missile crisis was uh, was yeah, Bill Clinton bombarding them while getting his dick sucked. Um, let's not go off any tangents tonight. I just want to. Uh, I'm just saying, like, like the hallmark of Harmontown. Like, like Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, George Bush. We, we all know this. It's the elephant in the room that it doesn't fucking matter that the larger things are like governments do stuff, we do stuff, we pay for it with our taxes. It's a system. Boring. Like, 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 like we don't care. There's nothing there to change. You can change cheering for a guy and then booing him. You can, you can elect a guy. You can, you can throw darts at his picture. You can put him on the cover of, of the Bible. You can, you can lift him on your shoulders. You can blow him. You can, you can punch him. You can, you can, you can talk shit about him. You can go, oh, he's in this or he's in that. Um, what, what, you can't do that with like just, just, just the boring fact that our system works in a certain way. And, and I, I think that the, the, yeah, the hacker mentality is kind of like bring the whole fucking thing down, you know, like, like, like just, just make everything really difficult to keep secret. And, uh, and, then, and then we'll go from there. And, it's, and there is no, you know, in there, if you're looking for a right or a wrong or a hero or a villain, you're, you're only going to find these weird stories. And boy, those stories are really interesting. The guy, I wasn't following any of it back then. Maybe a lot of you were, but, but, but it sure is cool rehashed by this director uh, in a nice two-hour Cliff's Notes thing. Really, really riveting. Boy, I could just suck that movie's balls. <laughs> I just want to take that movie to, 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 the, to, the, to, the, to, to another movie. <laughs> uh, what, what movie would you take that I, movie to? Something with Meg Ryan. I, I, is, she still, is she still working? I don't know. Her I just want to make sure it's, it, it gets our juices flowing because I want to, afterwards I want to take that movie home. Meg, Meg Ryan does it for you? She's the one? <laughs> I, I heard she does it for, the, for your date. Like, I, I, I just want to take the movie. I don't, I don't remember who Meg Ryan is. How is Austin? You where, are, where are you, Meg Ryan? Come on, it's, give us a call. Uh, no, she's not really. Come on, if you look like we've created a universe here. I guess you're in L.A. and Robin Williams came up at one point. Like, yeah, that would be, like, maybe he did I, some I honestly weird... feel, Dan, that the last time I, heard, I, I was in a conversation about Meg Ryan, somebody showed me a picture of her knees and they were really weird. Like there's a really weird knee picture of Meg Ryan. Is that a segue? No, it's just a, it's an interjection. Oh. Uh, Austin was fine. Uh, no, no, that that was a segue. Uh, yeah, I had fun in Austin. Did some fun panels. There was a television festival there. I like that television is becoming what movies used to be, which is sort of a way for people to express uh, who they are. You know, you don't really have time anymore. Trophallaxis, they call it, when ants barf chemicals into each other's mouth. You pass them. Here's where I am. Here's where I'm going. Now you go like, arrested development. You know, and the other person goes like, house of cards. I don't like the voiceover. I don't like I'm looking at the camera. You kind of just exchange. I'll give it another shot. Binge watching. Subscription model. No more Nielsen's. Just people, people passing each other in the street, just barfing, barfing recommendations. 
Game of Thrones, bruh, Game of Thrones, and then we all th- fl- you know, flocked to Game of Thrones. I was trying, I was, I, I was warned uh, to not get, uh, by my girlfriend, to not get uh, Game of Thrones spoilers. Don't look at Twitter, don't look at anything. Holy shit, yeah, I had a 48 and hours. And I walked down, uh, I, I live next to uh, Paul Rust and his wife, Le- girlfriend Leslie, they're both writers on shows, and they're having a Game of Thrones party, and I had, to, they were spoiling it just by like walking the, past their house. You, you could just hear me like, whoa! Like, like you, are you telling me that? Like, I was like, walking to my car. Like, you could get spoiled walking down the road. Game of Thrones. It's hard to imagine. How's that show going to get shitty? What's it going to do? I don't know. Everybody, because like the last one was, was the one, and this is a spoiler alert for people that are hearing this. Uh, uh, like, if, you're, if you're here and haven't seen it. That, you, know, you haven't yeah, seen boy. it. Oh. So well, really, okay. you got you uh, have. Uh, to, be, to be fair, I haven't started watching it. Okay, no, guys. Okay, so, oh well, that's uh, not fair. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay I, I, I thought you were like the one guy who had the finale queued up at home. I was like, come on, let's. No, okay. So I, I won't get specific. Last week's episode, like people said, like this is a this is a doozy, and I was like, great. And I was told, don't don't like don't look at social media if you don't want to, like some fan people to, to spoil it for you. And so nobody did, but people kept coming up to me like, like as I, I watched it the day because we do Harmontown now on Sundays, so I watched it on Monday with some friends, and we got uh, everyone I came up to like, dude, did you watch Game of Thrones last night? Yeah, I know that's like, what it was. I was like, no, but keep it, zip it, zip it. I haven't seen it. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just saying everything you're doing, your eyebrows are spoiling it right now. Yeah, it is. So these guys in the drawing room, these fucking just—I've never met these fucking people. Maybe I have. Uh, it's the drawing room. It's dark and I'm dark and I've been drinking. Uh, they could be dear friends of mine, for all I know. But these guys are like, dude, all I'm saying is, I'm like, stop it. And they go, just record yourself while you're watching it, man. <laughs> so I didn't, but I watched it. And I was like, oh, it wasn't that. I expected Joffrey to fuck a dragon. I didn't know what was going to go on. <laughs> It wasn't that good. It was still good. I mean, like, Dino, Dino has that great story when he was watching a, he was watch a movie with two friends, and one friend didn't have time to stay for the whole movie, so he wanted to know if a character was going to live or die. And, and, and the other guy was like, whoa. And Dino's like, whoa, I'm watching the whole movie. And one guy had seen the movie. Dino had not seen the movie. And one guy was going to leave for work. And, uh, and, and he goes, I just want to know if he's going to live or die. And Dino's like, N- stop it. I'm watching the whole movie. And, the, and, the, and the, the guy goes, well, whisper it to me. Whisper it to me. And the guy that's seen the movie whispers it to the middle guy. And the middle guy goes, whoa, when? <laughs> and Dino's like, when's he going to stay alive? Are you asking when he's going to stay alive? With a time on it, you. When? Uh, <laughs> when? <laughs> Tino got so mad we were in Chicago and, uh, or wait, no, it was New York. See, I don't know. It's like the drawing room. Uh, yeah. we, we, There's a sign that said, "We make our pizza with vodka sauce," and we were like, "Come on!" And uh, and we went in, and Tino just wanted to know about the vodka sauce, and he was like. Uh, uh, hey, what, how do you make the vodka sauce? And the guy started to just make a make it like like he's like we were ordering it. You know, he grabbed a slice and started putting a thing. And Tino's like, no, 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 no. I just want to know. I just want to know like how, how how do you make it? Is it is it in the is it in the sauce or do you do you think? And he goes, it's a spicy. And we and, and Tino's like, let's get out of here. And then as we were walking out, he went, it's a spicy. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> Uh, 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 <clears throat> All right, so we're going to do a new segment tonight. Yay. 
It's called Unenjoyable uh, Things. I think you'll love it. Uh, I don't even know why I'm. Do, do you want a theme song for this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you give me something like a quick burst? This is gonna be. A, this is just a list, kind of off the top of my head. I think. What's the, this is called, what's, what's the name of the segment? This is this is called this is called uh, tr try not to do this in your uh, sample script. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was better than any of us imagined. All right. Uh, voiceover. Just, just stop it. Just stop it. If you, if you want to work in television, like uh, I know, I know, I know. There's a million shows. Stop, 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 stop watching television shows and going. Oh, that's how you write television. I, I, I will continue to read your script. I'm not going to throw it across the room because I'm not going to be like racist against your voiceover script. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I don't, I'm not going to judge it because of because of the thing. But I'm but I am. I'm going to judge you because what are you doing? What, 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 if if it says on page one, you know who you are. It says Stan V O, and then it goes, "That's me." Uh, <laughs> what a nerd! <laughs> I'm the guy that never knows what to do until he's doing it. Um, I think I could pick that up from uh, stuff happening in your script. What are you fucking doing? What are you stop jabbing me in the ribs? What are you like? I, I, if, 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 if you have more information than you can possibly squeeze into the medium of television, if you if you if you need to do something with purpose, where it's like, oh, this looks like this is what's happening, but really this is what's happening. Like 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 you know you've got a you've got a lot to 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 prove. I think when you do that, if you I mean really think about what you're doing there. Fade in on a guy eating a sandwich. <laughs> uh, there I am, the sandwich eating guy. <laughs> you know what they say about a sandwich? It's two pieces of bread with some meat in the middle. And that's how I feel about life. <laughs> this sounds pretty good. If that's how you feel about life, Mr. Author, write a script called Sandwich! And feed it on some turkey! <laughs> TV show, uh, just fade in on a guy doing something. Let me figure it out, you fucking dick. I think the music's really helping this bit. <laughs> I can't remember. I had a. I had, Please I, have three more so I can keep playing that song. 
I've been reading a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of scripts, and uh, uh, char- characters are not lists of things, you know. Like, uh, you know, just because a guy likes Coldplay and is wearing Axe body spray doesn't make him a character. Like, if you if you hate him so much, you know, just have him get hit by a truck or something. I don't know. I, 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 that one's a, that one's harder to describe. It just there's a lot of like. Uh, Especially when you have the two characters that have each a compatible list of things, and like, and then one guy goes, "Well, I like ET," and she's like, "I like ET," and then and then the guy's like, "Oh, well, yeah, but I I pooped in my pants when I was at ET," and she's like, "Wait, you you just you just said you pooped in your pants when you were at ET? I I I eat in my teas when I watch poop poop tea." <laughs> cut cut to the coffee shop. Uh, things are going well. I like I. I, I, I <laughs> I'm, not, I, I, I'm getting the impression I haven't warned you off of this crime sufficiently. Uh, I, Dan, if you ever feel like you're flailing in this certain segment, you can just point to me and the music comes right back in. I want to just want to tell you that characters are, you know, like you're, you know, to a certain extent, yes, when you're describing your friend, you may tell me a couple details about the things that he wears or that or consumes. I just also think you should you should maybe know him as a person. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> okay. As, as a person that I don't write scripts, but as a person that gets to read a lot of scripts, mostly half-hour comedy kind of things, uh, if you're a writer and you're making a half-hour comedy right now, don't put man cave in it. <laughs> I mean, that's a, okay. Let's build on that one, though. Here's the thing. So, so uh, ha, ha, here's here's another thing that you can't do, and this is a little harder for a lot of you. Uh, you also, in addition to that, you can't have one character say, "And this is my man cave," and then have the other character say, uh, "Rule number one: Don't say man cave." <laughs> Because that doesn't count also as a joke. That's not also, also not, another thing, especially in comedies, somebody, you're writing a script, and somebody will say something that is nonsensical. Like somebody will say someone something. Someone will go like, yeah, time to get the giver babbles. And, 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 and someone else will go. And the other guy will go, uh, uh, what does that even mean? In every fucking script you read. That's somebody, the time for the voiceover. How, you come in, tell me what you're doing. <laughs> what I mean by that is... Uh, yeah, I, exactly. That's the thing. Like too many, too many, too many jokes uh, being presented. Have we explained one the, guy uh, saying something that, that doesn't make any sense, and the other guy saying that does not make any sense? Is, Gerald, is that like a Monopoly guy? Is that close to? The it's mo- a pretty close to a Monopoly. Have we explained guy. Monopoly guy here before? <sighs> Maybe a long time ago. Yeah. It's Rob Schraub and I used to adopted as shorthand the phrase Monopoly guy to to use in writing when you kind of you kind of set yourself up now. All writing is essentially a monopoly guy. This is not an empirically measurable thing, like the way something either has sugar in it or doesn't. Like it's, a, you know, everything is a little bit of a monopoly guy. But I think it's, a, you know, there's a certain point where it's unnecessary roughness. The reason it's called a, a monopoly guy, I think that's the the we, 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 Rob Schraub as, as young as young aspiring writers were watching Ace Ventura 2, as you as you do. 
Just to hone those chops. Just to, yeah. And there's a scene in it where there's a guy that walks into a party and he's wearing a top hat and a monocle and he has a big white curly mustache and a, and a, and a tailed tuxedo and he's about four feet tall. And, uh, and, you know, as most rich people would at a party, he's got some, he's got some, he's got some problems with Ace's behavior. Uh, Ace, Ace is a very freewheeling character. He, he plays it as it lays, you know. He, I, I, th- I think he had just emerged from a bathroom and, you know, he's very wet because he had had a whole adventure. And then he just, just said, he said, don't. I just took a huge shit in there and stuff. And, and, uh, and, 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 and then the, the, this guy, this little guy who, again, just to describe him for you, just to, just to give you the, the same breakdown that the wardrobe department got in central casting. Uh, uh, he's got a white mustache, a monocle, and a top hat, and a tuxedo with, with tails on it. Um, and short, uh, kind of short. Kind of short, kind of cartoonish looking. Uh, uh, I think he was holding two big bags of money with dollar signs on them. I can't remember. Uh, but he, he, he expressed some, uh, some problems with Ace's behavior. Then, and then as the punchline to the whole thing, like, like Ace Ventura went, uh, Hello, I'm Ace Ventura. I'm pleased to meet you. Let me, let me guess, you're the Monopoly guy. And then, and then held for applause because you're supposed to be like, holy shit, he nailed it. <laughs> There's that guy walking around that movie set dressed like the Monopoly guy. Thinks he can get away with it. Not, not, not according to the other guy that's also in the same movie written by the same person who handed a memo to the lady that bought a tux, went to, went to the wardrobe warehouse and said, do you have something a Monopoly guy would wear? <laughs> Uh, what's your, and then when then the guy went to sat down. How can we do your mustache? And he, they held up a Monopoly guy card. It said, "Do it like that. Do the card. Do it like on the card." Yeah, that counts as a joke if the guy's like 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 you know just on the street. Then you're a badass. That's when you don't want to say, "How do you like them apples?" You want to like call the guy a Monopoly guy. I don't know. I guess you guys are bummed out because you know all your scripts are shitty. I can't. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Yeah, just, just, just be better at what you do. I mean, you'll get the hang of it. I just... Are you saying now because you're, you're, you're looking for writers for your staff for community that you've been reading some turkeys? It's not. I mean, you have to. You have to read. Every, and, 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 you know, if I was, if I was in there, if I was, if I was trying to get work, mine would be one of the turkeys because you're always in a different mood when you're reading everything. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to get, like, uh, you know, presumptuous about it. There's the, 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 uh, you know, a war needs soldiers, and in, a, in assembling a good staff, you need people to kind of, you know, throw their 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 butt at you on a platter, and you get to appraise it however you want. Boy, I'm really burping it up tonight. Uh, so I'm not saying you're not a bad person. You should, you, your job is to write like 20 million bad scripts in your lifetime, and then you get lucky with some of them. But I just think, in the meantime, could you please with the voiceover? It's really killing me. Like, there's so many scripts. <laughs> Like, 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 hey, I'm Steve. Uh, if you're thinking what I'm thinking, keep reading. Uh, I, I, it's, just ama- it's amazing. Like, I know that there are shows on the air that do this, but I, I don't, you know, those are, just, those are just people that got lucky, too. Like, your job is to, is to, is to be sam- better. These are sample pilots? Because pilots are hard. Because yeah, have, yeah, yeah. They're like specs, yeah. like original material. You have material. to get so much shit done in a pilot. It's hard to keep action going with also, like, saying who everybody is and what yeah. they want and what they don't want. The voiceover is kind of a bailout, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. Especially like if somebody goes like, uh, uh, somebody walks in the room and goes, 
hey, who farted? And then the, the protagonist goes, not me. And then it freeze frames and the voiceover goes, I did fart. <laughs> I did, I farted. That's a, that's a little bit of a, I mean, when you're... <laughs> that, that's called the Wonder Years, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, uh, you know, you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta ask yourself if you're, if you're practicing any craft at all. I mean, if you're just like, uh, there, there I am, there's me, I'm God, spinning the planet on my finger. You know, sometimes being God gets boring, so I write a pilot and just fuck around. There's my flamingo. <laughs> Why'd I make his knees backwards? I don't know. <sighs> there's Molly and Kate. They're the best friends. They're, you know, Molly's the kind of friend that always says she doesn't want to go shoe shopping, but then she does. Let's go shoe shopping. Not a joke. That's not a joke. Just because God said she wouldn't say it. All right. Kate, Kate's not about to fart. Go up. <laughs> just just get, get, get down there with the people and just, uh, you know, make love to is your, them. Is your staff coming together? Are you, are you, uh, have you found people that you like? Yeah, yeah. Lots. There's, a lot, there's, a, there's a million amazing people out there. It's just a question of, uh, of uh, finding them, you know. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. I, what, what, what if it's not fine? <laughs> no, it will be fine. No, I, I have a. What if I, you? What if you are the like? Who else? Who else has been, as an executive producer has been fired and rehired? Lauren Michaels, you? I think. I think. Do you count Moses? Wasn't he kind of? <laughs> I mean, no, he, no, he, I, I do not count Moses. Okay, yeah. he, he was all about voiceover. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That whole Mount Sinai the, the, the bush was like, hi, I'm a bush. <laughs> <laughs> if you're thinking right now you should hate your neighbor, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, uh, that's, uh, that's enough of that. Uh, Aaron's at home taking care of the puppy. And that's, uh, that's, it's a bummer that she can't be here. Puppies are a full-time job. We don't want to talk about puppy care. But uh, I do want to tell you that uh, it turns out a dog is not capable of knowing where to pee or poop for the first seven months of its life. So if you, 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 have, to, you have to be told that by someone after a few weeks of, <laughs> of going like, why are, what are we doing wrong? Why, is it, why will it just pee anywhere? Uh, their brains aren't even ready to receive the the, the puppy potty training. Just pissing and shitting everywhere. It, I mean, it's it's like you just you just have to. Dogs just won't pee where they sleep, so that's what crate training is. It's, it makes you feel like a terrible parent because you you just you just, every two hours you you got you you take the dog out, you play with it, you do all this stuff with it, but then. Yeah, at the end of it, you gotta you can't let them wander your house like an adorable puppy because it'll just piss anywhere. Like, there's nothing you can really do but let it sleep and rest in this little puppy-sized crate. It's little it's little pen which it'll associate as being like its home, its den, its bed. And so it it, it only knows I can't pee here, I can't poop here. Uh, and then uh, so then you, you you take it out you, you take it you take it out in the yard and it, it, it immediately pisses because it's got to pee because it's been in there for for since the last time it peed and then and then you're like yeah it's great it's great it's great you just if you slip up for a second that thing's gonna pee any anywhere it's just and and puppies also they don't they don't lift their leg they don't do anything. they just stand and they strike this kind of like like George Washington crossing the Delaware, kind of kind of put they 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 thrust their chest out and kind of look kind of regal for a second, and then there's there's just a puddle beneath them. That's, how, that's how I do it. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> It's a it's a it's a full time job. If you see me in a public restroom, you'll notice the regal pose I strike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You put your foot up on the seat. I, I, I actually, I actually bring a, a mock up of a, of a hull of a boat, and I put my, I put one leg up on the uh, on the four planks. And the... I'm sorry, I said you guys were bad writers. I didn't. I, didn't... I, I, I feel like our relationship. Is, is there anybody in here right now that has a current script in, in, in the works that has a voiceover and feels like a piece of garbage right now? What? Uh, it's not a comedy script. It's not a comedy script. No. Okay, see, that's good. That's good. That's a start. It's a drama. Yeah. One hour. Yeah, like a genre thing or a procedural. What, what do you got? It's like uh, it's like Taxi Driver in high school. Taxi Driver in high school. <laughs> that sounds good. Hey, are you talking to me or am I talking to myself? <laughs> I don't know, but we're gonna find out. That's me, Trevor Bickle, voted most likely to kill everybody. Uh, I'm gonna kill the high school class president. <laughs> that doesn't seem that doesn't seem like a, a safe territory. That's like, like like that's not. You know, Travis, t- t- taxi driver is happening at high schools across America on a weekly basis these days. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got his finger on the pulse, right? All right, all right. I like it. Finger on the... He, he mimed putting his finger on the pulse. I, 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 scratch, are you, are you, <laughs> scratched my throat. Remember the bit I did when I was yelling and screaming? Yeah. I got so angry about voiceover. Did you burping? You want a Tums? You okay? It's, more, it's mostly just scratchy throat because I yelled. I thought it was Sam Kinison for a second and I paid the price. For, that's me. I'm Dan Harmon. <laughs> I used to think screaming was a good idea. Then I paid the price. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other thing that I'm kind of iffy about is the flashback thing, the 30 Rock thing, the, the swish wipe to the thing. It's like, I, I mean, it's like, you know, it's, you know, I didn't really do that a lot in community because I felt like that had been kind of tread over. Uh, so, I don't know. But you, you make up your own mind about that, really. I mean, when I'm reading your script, I'm looking for, like, uh, I'm looking for any kind of, like, I don't really care. You know, you can make a mistake. I don't care. Like everyone, everyone does something that someone else doesn't like. You can't. You, you'd have to be a rock or a corpse to not offend somebody with your, with your script. <laughs> Tan, I'm worried about you right now. You're. Right? I scratched, blew out my throat yelling. Can't do it anymore. It's a bit. There is water behind you. <laughs> Next to the vodka. He's never seen the water, by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> that water is, might as well you, have ma'am. camouflage on it. Is it really that easy? You just make your throat wet and then it stops. <laughs> it, felt, it felt more severe than just like I needed. It needed to be hydrated. You want to irrigate the system there, baby. All right. <laughs> it also makes me feel kind of legit. I never thought about that. Just drinking water in the middle of saying something like you go. So, anyways, that's marriage. <laughs> Trips to the dentist are never. Uh, <clears throat> What, what they seem. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I've been listening to a lot of comedy, like stand-up stuff on satellite radio, and there's like those four or five uh, stations that you kind of go through, and there's the blue-collar one. It's always someone talking about their porch. That's like it's the worst. And the, but but you, it, there's comments that I've loved when you see them, but when you hear them, you hear the verbal tick that they do. And it's like, it's blah, blah, blah. Uh, so punchline, um! But they do it every time. Like the comics that I really like, you're like, oh, you're, you have that tick. That's a, that's a weird... Like, uh, like go-to thing you do. It makes me kind of not like them as much. You know who doesn't have that? Richard, oh, no, no, he does. Richard Pryor. He, <laughs> like he, has, he has that kind of nervous chuckle to him. It's like when you see him, you don't care. When you, you just hear it, it's, it's, uh, it's hmm. jarring. <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm not being quiet because I'm hanging you out to dry. I'm just like w- watering my throat. <laughs> you do the thing when, uh, when you run out of steam or something, you go... <laughs> yeah, sometimes I am. Yeah, yeah. We, we or, I, or I'll go. I notice I'll go like, w- w- like after you talk, I'll go. 
But sometimes it sounds like I'm being a dick. First, like, you recover from gales of laughter. Like you'll say, you'll say something, and then, and then and then I'll go, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> like, like if, someone, if I'm listening to someone else, I go, "All right." Yeah. And it's, it's like, well, what is it? What am I? Uh, Dick uh, Cavett. Yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea, what's her name? Smith? Hi, I'm Jeff B. Davis from Harmontown, sitting here with uh, Spencer Crittenden. Hey, guys, we're here to talk to you about rhetoric coffee. Are you guys coffee drinkers? Are you junkies? Do you get up in the morning and you're, you're just no good until you have that cup of coffee? Or do you just like to sweat a lot and get the shits? Yeah, no, that second one is definitely me. I like to sweat a lot and get the shits. Does that apply to this ad at all? Uh, strangely, yes. We're talking about Rhetoric Coffee. Rhetoric Coffee doesn't just give you unwanted diarrhea. It's the best subscription service coffee you'll ever taste in your life. Rhetoric commissions original art directly from comic book artists and then hand screen prints them on each bag. Each one you receive has a special life and is a unique organic work of art. I, we got this flat, like bag right here. They, they, they gave us bags of coffee. I'm like... This is me crinkling a bag of rhetoric coffee. Look, I'm opening it right now. Oh my god, it smells like heaven. It's it smells like it smells like being like a like a like a angsty teen. He's Spencer is actually eating full coffee beans right now. That's good. <laughs> oh, dear God. That's great. Oh, somebody call the police. Not only are they fun to chew on, you could probably make coffee out of them. And you get to feel good about drinking that coffee because it's what I call ethical coffee. Rhetoric goes above and beyond fair trade, not just for their coffee, but in how they pay the artists that put the art on the bag with the coffee in it that Spencer is now currently chewing. Oh, yeah. Everyone wins. <laughs> You're a fucking monster. <laughs> their relationship with their artists allows the artists to continue making prints of their original work while allowing them full use for Rhetoric's projects. Everyone wins. Everybody wins. Everyone wins. Each roast is completely unique. You won't taste these complex flavors anywhere else. Their commitment to quality is top-notch. They are drinking what they are selling. They're getting high on their own supply. You know, they say not to do that, but it's also, I guess, a mark of quality in some sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to go to a drug dealer that doesn't get high on his own supply. That makes me feel like he doesn't believe in the product. It might not be good business sense, but it's definitely, you know, a good product. Yeah. Go to rhetoriccoffee.com and sign up now and use the promo code FERAL, F-E-R-A-L, for a 30% off discount. <laughs> go to FERAL. F-E-R-A-L, for 30% off. Your first roast. You, ne you never forget your first roast, Spencer. I, I never will. The first roast is the deepest. That's R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C coffee.com. Sign up and use the promo code FERAL for 30% off your first roast. Coffee so good, you can chew it. All right. Uh, let's, I, I, I'm clearly like my throat is blown out and I've run out of steam, and it's a good time to bring up some of our friends so that they can uh, pick up the, uh, uh, the, the slack. Yeah, Dan was uh, texted me before the show and said he might be very late. And so Kamal was backstage, and we said, I said, maybe you should just go out and do an opener. And he was like, I'd do that. And, uh, Maybe we'll do that one time. We'll just have a proper, just like a, like a, like a good proper... I'll just keep pushing the late envelope, yeah. And if I'm ever like 10 minutes, yeah, like, like yeah, I should have somebody come up. Well, let's bring him up. Should we bring Kamal Let's up? bring Kamal Nanjiani up. I know that... Hello. Can I say one thing about the Goodwill hunting scene, the apples thing? You can say like a million things. Well, okay... That's I honestly that's a movie I really liked the first time I saw it and now I don't like it. 
Uh, you stopped. By the way, you, you stopped liking them apples. What? <laughs> as much. By the way, you drinking water looks so unnatural yeah. to me. I it's like tasteless it vodka to melting you. Melting me, yeah. Well, okay, so the apple scene, first of all, that fucking guy, why did he respond? He's like, this guy just showed me up, stole my girlfriend, now he wants to know if I like apples. Well, I should probably answer in the affirmative. <clears throat> That's stupid. Also, what if he didn't like apples? Then does he have like other backup? Like, okay, you don't like apples. Um, uh, do you like chicken wings? Uh, well, then what do you wing of this? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I have been over this. I, 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 I get that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it, it true? Es especially that guy and what he's thinking. Dan, is, it, is, is it true the original script that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon uh, purportedly wrote was about them saving the world from a meteor? Strike? It was kind of like a spy thriller, I think. Like, what? Like, really? Like, like, like Matt Damon was a super smart like like guy as he is in the movie. I think that's where the similarities. He could kick it. ass, fuck any chick. He was super smart, and there was a meteor coming. But was he still like a janitor? In a way, knowing what we know about you and being able to tell the future, you're kind of like Goodwill Hunting in janitor mode. Yeah, yeah. You really kinda. are. You're not using it. Your life is the first act of a superhero Camille, movie. I, I, Camille, I had a, I had a dream about you last night. No. Uh -oh. Did you guys listen to last week's episode? We are here. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're everyone? Yes. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> wait, what is, backtrack to no, uh, the, the original script for that. For oh that. yeah. Well, uh, as I understand it, I have not Googled it. I don't know that, that there was a. Uh, they wrote it. They had this this script that was like it was kind of like I think it was like closer to like a kind of born identity kind of. Uh, like thing, like it was like a spy thriller, and then William Goldman, I believe, uh, did an uncredited rewrite on it and made it into a feel-good therapy uh, thriller. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that, type it into Snopes. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know how much is. Does legend. anybody know the d details on that? The original script. I, I, I think I remember hearing that it was like it was like Armageddon. Like like they actually had to figure out how to stop the world from being hit by a. And he's a janitor? By a near-Earth asteroid or something like that. Is it still that he's a janitor who's not I don't know. Uh, but but it, it was like, it was a script that you would write if you were a 12-year-old. Like, I fuck everybody and I kick a lot of ass and the meteors are coming to fucking save the world. <laughs> it's funny that their lives did kind of actually turn like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the life that... He, and he was born. He got to be Jason Bourne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when they accepted the, uh, the Academy Award for Best Screenplay... Yeah. That I think had been a near page one rewrite by somebody else, right? Yeah, that's what Matt Damon seemed to be a little contrite, a little like, hey, uh, this is, this is, uh, this is uh, I'm Matt Damon. I'm, I'm, I'll take it with a thank you and uh, I'll get out of here. But, but Ben Affleck was booyahing and high fiving and fucking, I think he did a cartwheel. It's like, you, you didn't write that thing, you cunt. <laughs> did you ever see How's Your News? Uh, the documentary about the uh, it's the mentally uh, challenged people that oh, go I out oh I know about it the, but I they, they I go out and they, they, they do they do news correspondence it's sort of like a self-funded thing where the, their caretakers they, they wanted to do it and they kind of I don't know they put this project together and they went out there and it, um, uh, it, 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 it's uh, there's this Down Syndrome guy who's like talking to Ben Affleck uh, about uh, 
Uh, but, but Ben Affleck is so he keeps asking him questions about uh, Daredevil or something and, the, and Ben Affleck is so in uh, uh, actor talking politics mode he's so supercharged about how bad the Republicans are and stuff he's kind of, he's, he comes the closest to being a little bit of a dick to a retarded guy he's kind of like he kind of doesn't notice the guy's retarded and is like kind of a he doesn't well notice. I know but he, he does but I'm just saying like, like he's like Daredevil is blind yeah <laughs> He just everybody else is like really heartwarming because these people are doing what they want. It's like we're so used to like it really cuts to the to the quick of this this weird ironic swirl that we have surrounding people who are differently abled where we we think that sensitivity is treating them like ghosts because when they walk into a room we don't want them to be the way they are which is a horrible thing to feel about another human being so we pretend we don't feel that way because we don't want to engage them. meanwhile the people who wipe their asses and, 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 and pick them up and carry them into the water if they've never experienced being in water before the people who wipe wipe drool off their face who, who stay with them to keep them from swallowing so much air that their stomachs explode to Depending on how what what they've gotten, how bad they got it, like people who people who engage with them and don't have that kind of shame and guilt, like they're they're kind of delighted by people like for instance with Down syndrome are typically very funny people, like they're, they're they they make you laugh, and I think we all feel like very when we feel that laughter coming up when when a person with Down syndrome like 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 says something and is entertaining, like like we kind of like. We, we have this weird reaction and and and, it, and it's, but but the the how's your news is uplifting because they go around and it's like i don't know it's just like 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 you know you're going they're going across the country and like there there isn't anybody that's going what's wrong with you what's your problem what are you retarded like, like like everyone kind of very quickly adapts and has delightful conversations or that's them. the those are the ones that didn't make it into the documentary or <laughs> people are just like wait are you retarded like cut let's go to the next guy uh, i'm sure i'm sure there was some uncharismatic un- moment but and, and they uh, but but I'm sure if there was a big one they probably would have put it in to have for the sake of sure. like full like kind of like give you the full picture uh, but <laughs> anyways but Ben Affleck kind of and it's not because he's a bad person like it's not like he, he doesn't like the retarded like I just remembered watching it going like I don't think he's I don't think he's paying attention like he he's he's just annoyed that the guy won't stop asking him about Daredevil he he wants to talk about politics and uh, uh, speaking of what you were saying um, my wife's mom who's like a wonderful person southern lady whenever she sees somebody who has like Down syndrome or somebody who's in a wheelchair she always goes uh, so pitiful she <laughs> says it pitiful. every single time and, and she's like so like she thinks it's like a good thing she's like oh so pitiful but like pretty loud one time she went up to a couple a, two guys were holding hands and she was like I think that's great and just walked away <laughs> seal of approval from a stranger yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks lady I mean I guess I guess, I guess pitiful and pathetic of the, the meanings of those words have changed yeah. to per, per, pejorative words punitive words you're pathetic you're, you're, you're pitiful like wait pitiful is meaning like you're you know something to be pitied I guess Yes. Like yeah. it's not politically correct, you know. But but but, but just saying pitiful is not <laughs> correct. I don't think in any way. I don't think it's you just could... saying I pity you. So pitiful. Well, what if she said so tragic? I mean, th- that's the thing. That's where it runs up against this thing where you're supposed to not. You're not supposed to feel sorry. You're not supposed to regard uh, the differently abled as being lesser than yourself. Uh, Are they? I, well, I mean, if a person uh, has one arm, they have one less arm than the average person, <laughs> and they're pretty capable of going like, 
Like, yeah, well, I got the one arm, so they don't they don't have to let it hold them back. You're not supposed to not give them a job because they have less arms. They they, they they could still go to the Olympics or, like, I, as I found out on this stage, like, some people are, can get indicted for murder and have, like, d- d- cyborg limbs. Uh, uh, there's people with different numbers of things uh, doing all kinds of stuff. When it's a purely physical thing like that, when you're like, I got I got one leg and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump over the moon, it's, like, it's very easy for us to compartmentalize and stuff. And then you have, like, well, what if you're bipolar? What if you're trans? gender but you're like oh you know you identify as a different 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 gender than you are what if you're uh, a kleptomaniac what if you're what if you're just clinically depressed what if you have down syndrome like like you it, you it's harder for us to process that 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 information and come out the other side like just kind of rooting for everybody we used to go oh everyone different is worse off here's you know we call it we just call them worse off and let's collect some money and it's like like in, in so many ways we've advanced in our thinking but in some very strange ways we've kind of along the way gotten a little little tangled in our in our in our own shoelaces haven't we <laughs> play that cowboy song Gang. Adam Goldberg has come to the stage, and I, I'm not going to connect any dots with what we've been discussing. I'll, I will, I'm going. Uh, I've discussed on the the. I have a family history of muscular dystrophy. Got you to stop laughing with that one. <laughs> I don't think that's and a problem for you, Adam. <laughs> getting people to th- darn you, Kamel. You quick. Hey, Adam, Adam, go Adam, Adam, welcome to the stage. Thank yeah. You. Hey, Adam, come on up here. Now edit it so it looks like we invited him. <laughs> I thought you hey, got- Adam, what do you have to say? Come on up, buddy. Put that I, li- I like Kumail's idea that this podcast is still edited by people other than lawyers. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be the devil's advocate and say Adam, Adam by definition, has become the uninvited. You know? Yeah. Which was a horror movie. Also, he had kind of a, he had a good stint. I was listening to the car on the way here. He, got, yeah. he, he made forward steps last week, right? Yeah, yeah well, and, yeah, and in physical and, therapy, yes. Oh. Um, no, no, and uh, and coming up one ass and leaving after, on 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 on, yeah. on applause. That was good. Yeah. Okay, sorry. What Fine. were you going to say? No, uh, my muscular I, dystrophy. Yeah. So my dad's in a wheelchair the, like ninety percent of the time. Pitiful. It, <laughs> should it be like eighty five or should it be like ninety three? <laughs> because we can we can Wait, adapt. do we get to vote on it? No, I'm saying he I'll said go with pitiful. zero. All right, I'm pulling in that direction, but I. It, it, the thing is, there's this other medium that we see people who are like, uh, who have Olympic stature and have a disability, and we see them as like this er example of super crips, which is a, an actual term in uh, discussing uh, the disabled. It's super crips. N- not like the super bloods, no. And we think that, oh, since not every person is going to be an Olympic runner despite losing their legs, we look at normal people who lose their legs and say, well, why aren't you this guy? Why aren't you held to this standard of being a super Olympian who wants it the most? Now, the super bloods, uh, their undoing was kryptonite, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't boo, I loved it. I love that one, Jack. Play it. <laughs> Play it to your own punchline. All right, no. so I, I like what you're circling. Keep keep yeah. keep, going, keep going, baby. So in, in in Iron Man three, there was one of the huge. I'm trying to play to you guys. We're in a comic book shop. In Iron Man three, the extremist virus 
was about uh, disability. It was about people who came back from war. And when we finally hear one of these people speak, when he's in the news van, he said, when did, what was the most important day of your life, person in the extremist program? And the person responded, the day I decided my disability wasn't going to hold me back. Now, there's not one person in this movie who gets extremists who we meet who isn't evil. Pepper Potts has already been established as a good character who gets extremists, but one, by and by large, Spoiler alert. these people are... Really? <laughs> you should have... Like, statistically, they've seen it. It's the second biggest movie of all time. Yeah, he's just... He's box office challenge. My dad's in a wheelchair. I can spoil movies. All right, continue. I think it's fine. Is that one of the uh, benefits? I, that's one of the... They like, let's say, you, you, you get the thing, you can park your car anywhere, yeah. you can spoil movies. <laughs> I, I, I'm benefiting from the fact that I have no idea what you're talking about. Right? I'm going to benefit from whatever Adam's point is before I benefit from my... Man 3, that's for sure. I know that. Go ahead. And so we get this guy, and he's it, the implicit thing is that all these people wanted, you know, that they were ruined and that the only way to get better is through drugs, except that the hero of the movie just decides to use willpower to get over everything from PTSD to not having his superpowered armor. So we kind of see the extremist thugs as taking the easy way out. They're the villains of the movie. They're destroyed by his old armor, which he blows up. Because the movie's about becoming whole and getting so, rid of so, your disability so, through willpower. So much as we decided at some point in the 80s that, uh, uh, or 70s that, uh, uh, you know, parents should should both go to work. Like, 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 you know, mom can work and dad can work and, you know, kids can, like, like have a house key around their neck and they can come home from school and eat some instant oatmeal and... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, because you know capitalism gets what it wants. Are you saying yeah. that the de like like the, we're 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 kind of the, the the wrong energy gets behind this concept of a good handicapped person, a heroic yeah. handicapped person, is a person that just works way harder. They, uh, it's just, just the cases are such that most handicapped people can't do that any more than you could grow a third arm by sure. wanting it the most or not having anywhere to hold your coffee or something. Of course. Yeah. Well, I've, uh, yeah, I, I've been unable to write for two months because uh, women have rejected me. I, I don't know what I'd do if I lost a foot. Like, I, don't, I, think I, I, I think I'd cash it Voice in. Voiceover. <laughs> yeah, that would voiceover. be your crutch if you lost a foot. <laughs> hey, that's me. But where's my foot? Well, it all starts three days ago. Oh, that's the other thing. And you're fucking pilots, though. I was uh, using a lawnmower when... Do not fade in on something interesting happening happening for five minutes and then go to black and say three weeks earlier and then spend like 20 pages just getting to the guy with his uh, figure out how along. to start your story interestingly or get get it get get it there quicker you, you and lazy don't jerk. use the word heroic when referring to disabled people because they really don't it they don't like that because it's implying that you know your existence is something that's so hard that you have to be extraordinary to overcome it hmm it's a term for people who go out of their way to do something beyond the moral expectation of the average person, not someone who gets out of bed every day, because otherwise they're going to be in bed I, every I kind of cringe every time someone on CNN or a major news organization uses the word hero. They yeah. throw it around. Oh, like, oh boy, yeah. It hasn't been used like, right in a while. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a hero. It's like a lot of people do things that people do in acts of crisis and stuff like that. It's not heroic, and also it's, it drives me. Well, hero has come to mean just just cool person, did like, a good right? thing, like just popular person. Did, uh, heard screaming and told someone. That's the standard of heroism nowadays. And then people were like, "Oh, are we destroying America's heroes? This guy was actually a domestic abuser." It's like, we no, you gave him the term hero really, really easily. You can take it away just as. <laughs> 
If it I mean, doesn't mean anything, it doesn't mean anything on the other end, too. It, I mean, it, yeah. And uh, taking it back to what I was talking about earlier when I was babbling about that documentary I loved, I think that I think that my takeaway from this whole for the whole WikiLeaks story, which is this amazing, thrilling story that you watch, is that we 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 have these systems that we totally accept and let them to continue, let them continue. But as soon as one person says this system's fucked up, and I, as one person, am I going to do something so powerful that it's going to fuck up with the whole system or just fuck with it a little bit? We focus on that person because they're a person, and if they also have a stutter or they also have a weird personality or like uh, in, in Julius, Julian Assange's cases, had case it had uh, like a sex offense charges. And, awesome and I'm not going like, like oh shit, he awesome was uh, crucified, blah, blah, blah. Watch the documentary. The whole, all every point surrounding the story is really weird and, and awesome. Uh, but like we focus too much on these people and the, and the systems that aren't human in the first place that are doing all the fucked up shit, that's how they like it. They, they, it's, it's a system and it just stays in place. And then anybody go, that starts to speak up and goes like, hey, can we adjust the air conditioning in here? It's, it's like, like everyone can turn to that person and go like, okay, what's your name? Where did you uh, make your money last year? What do you like for dinner? Like, like say, just start talking. And then and you're, you're in the spotlight, and sooner or later, because you're human, you're going to fail. And then the system goes, well, so much for that alternate point of view. That failed. No, but don't you think he sort of cultivated that a little bit? He wanted it. Like the guy who came out today saying that he was the one who leaked prism and everything. Snowden, did you see that? Yeah, yeah Snowden. He He's totally like cultivating a whole thing. He like has like a he because he's about a human being, yeah. Yeah, but, but he's, in the meantime, he's presenting himself as that. And I, I think he, yes, he's yes, because trying, he's a human oh. being. Because human beings are braggarts and narcissists right. and, and 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 rapists and 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 thieves and liars and politicians and diplomats and and, and villains like, and lovers like, and healers. The, the, and we can <laughs> they're put smokers, tokers, midnight jokers. They, they, <laughs> um, systems never get held to that scrutiny. You don't get to say this is what Google is. As you have to, you have to anthropomorphize fart. it in order to do that. You have to like, 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 like and, and, and so they continue on being systems. Which, if a person did what what these systems did, you would you would go, well, that's kind of fucked up of you. You keep you you, show, you you keep talking about freedom all the time. You sure are blowing a lot of people up, fucking weirdo. <laughs> Hypocrite! Look and at Jerry over there. Look at he keeps. Hey, why don't you talk about freedom some more and like 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 kill some more people? Jerry, shut up! Get out of here! Like 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 a a system can do that. And sometimes people represent too much. When you consider President Obama as. Like, when we saw him in 2008, he was much more a symbol than a person. Um, all right, so, uh, Adam, why don't you stay up here and play Aaron McGathy's character? I okay. can't think of anything uh, better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was going to say the same thing. We should get Spencer at her, too, then. Yeah, Spencer. Spencer Crittenden to the stage, if you will. Hello, Spencer. Hey guys, how you doing, baby? I'm doing great. How are you doing, baby? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm a little, a little hungover today. I hung out with Dino all day yesterday, and that really, uh, that'll do it to you. D- Dino Stamatopoulos, will, yeah. uh, he'll get, you'll get hungover hanging out with that guy. He has that new plaque up at Little Dom's, right? Yes, he does. Wait, yeah. what? He, uh, Little Dom's. Uh, there was, there's three booths in the bar at this restaurant that we all go to a lot in Los Feliz, and uh, there was a plaque that's been up there forever, but this couple that we don't know. And then Dino goes there all the time, and he spends so much money there. And he actually does an old-school tab. Are for you, do you guys know who Dino Stamatopoulos is? Uh, and, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, so some people clap. Who is that? Dino Dino's here. Are we getting attacked by zombies? Well, he got, was that? he got a plaque. It says Dino Samatopoulos, uh, April such and such, 2013. But at the same time, his went up. Uh, John Hamm got the other booth. Oh, yeah. John so Hamm it's like, like the, at bar trivia. There's a the place in uh, Studio City. Went there a few times. Blatantly on his cell phone during bar trivia. He cheats? Wonderful actor. You can't be on your cell phone. He That's cheats at getting plaques at booths because he doesn't go there that much. Well, he's already John Hamm. He gets to have plaques and cheat at quizzes, you guys. <laughs> Apparently. He, he gets to have a plaque. He what I want, if I ever achieve any level of fame, I want a sandwich. I want a thing that you can go into a, a You place. just want, like, a sandwich? No, you no, can no. just buy one. <laughs> What's no, in I mean, the Jeff? Okay, I, you're I down at the devil. I'll, have, a, I'll, I'll have the Jeff Davis, and it's something. What's what is it, it though? I, I don't know yet. That's all Figure I, it out. You're not going to get it till you know what to put on it. Now, okay, if we talked about this in the show before, Cantor's Deli on yeah, Fairfax, yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked about that. The Danny Thomas, Danny is, Thomas the... is the number two. <clears throat> because famously, he liked to take poops, or people had like people poop on he top of him. He loved to poop. <laughs> he loved people pooping on coffee tables when he was beneath it, and he loved poop stuff. Wait, what? If you're gonna do I'm that, sorry. use a glass coffee table. Otherwise, it ruins. Danny the Thomas, father knows best, liked poop apparently, and on the wait, what is this coffee table poop thing? Uh, I feel liked, like you know how he, he coffee table poop. You know what I'm talking about? People like to be underneath a glass coffee table, and people take a shit, and they can see the shit hit. That was the a thing, table. like a sex thing. Yeah, it's people. There's some people that are into glass like boat. scat play or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, you like to watch the poop come out of the butt. Everyone know th does everyone know this? When was this covered? I don't know. Well, they know about scat stuff. I mean, you guys are on the 4chans and the reddits. Or I don't know if it's on Reddit. Maybe that's the line between Reddit and 4chan. But there's a lot. I always see the little thumbnails. And I'm like, man, I, I saw I, one time I saw Shrab had a VHS that involved like stuff coming out of somebody. I saw that one. And, and it was I, called I, Found Crap. And somebody like like eating it. And I, I was, like, it, it, it's, it's amazing. It makes you it makes you gag. You know, one of the like first it, like you actually just looking at something can make yeah. you gag. One of the first porns I ever saw, that was the preview before it. It was a regular porn, <laughs> like Pixar, like a little short. <laughs> yeah, it was a regular it was a porn. Desk lamp eating a banana's shit. It really was. It was a regular porn, and before it, the preview was two people shitting on each other, as if to be like, "Do you like sex? Well, then you might like shitting on people." <laughs> I really feel like if, if coming this fall, sexuality is weird and complicated, and we're all very different. But I really feel that if poop or blood is involved in you getting turned on, go back to the drawing board, man. Well, that's not, I mean, yeah, but well, let's come out. I mean, that's easy to say, but it's yeah, yeah, when but but, but are you are you, fangs, are, you, you an do? are you an idealist or 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 is there uh, a line like like I was talking to a girl one time. Was she, as long as nobody's getting hurt. I was talking to uh, an expert. Like someone's getting hurt. Well, maybe or somebody that likes to bleed. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I'm just. I, I was, I was talking to a girl one time. It was like an extra on this movie I was doing a long, long time ago, and she was saying that she and her boyfriend they love to pee on each other. And they love. How did you get to that? <laughs> you've been in the You've been in a movie set where you're in the background and you're standing next to somebody for for six hours. We got to level four conversation at some point, and she was saying like she's like tattooed and kind of like punk rock looking, and she's like. My boyfriend and I, we love, I, I love when he pees on me, I love peeing on him. I'm like, yeah, I'm not down for that. She's like, what are you, prude? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, well, like, do you, do you, do, like, I don't want my sheets covered in piss. And she's like, no, we do it in the bathtub. I'm like, okay, she's like, never in the morning. That's what this never in the morning, because morning yeah. pee is gross. Uh. I'm like, okay, fair enough. I was like, she's like, They're like, like connoisseurs yeah, of pee. So, 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 so you have your rules about pee. So you're, like, you're prudish to other people, too. Yeah. Like, 
Like I said, do you like being shit on? He's like, no. I said, don't call me a prude. We all have our limits. <laughs> I just don't need to yeah. be. Because you're a prude relative to her. She's yeah. just yeah. Uh, the clean pee rolls downhill into a bathtub. <laughs> right. I know, I know but, somebody else who loves being peed on more. <laughs> the shit porn I saw was also in the bathroom. Like, as if, like, oh, we're not, we yeah. don't want to rewrite the entire book. My friends are in this, my friends are in this metal band I used to go to, I, I knew from high school, they, they, they have these parties, and there was a videotape, like a VHS tape, that said, six, six, the label said, 666, do not watch. And, of, and so they'd leave it kind of not right in, in play at the party, but they'd it'd be up on a shelf, and, and somebody at some point would see it. And they'd go, like, oh, I'm going to fucking watch that, watch that tape. And they'd pop it in, and it was this black and white home video of two gals and a dude and uh, the guy was eating the poop out of the butts. <laughs> and the, the footage was so fucking potent, so, so absolutely fucking volatile, that you could, people would walk in, like, hey, what are you guys doing? And see one frame and go, and, and, and have to walk outside, and the party would be 16 people outside, like, recovering from it. And the reason why it was a bummer is uh, the refusal of the call. There was always a moment where the guy, just as he'd eaten some poop, he clearly didn't like eating the poop. And then more poop would be produced, and he would kind of, not, not, right, not, not, oh my God, he not, was like, not do a camera take, but just like, oh boy, this, what, a, what a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. a like a bird in the Flintstones. It's a living. It's a living. <laughs> yeah, I've got my get mortgage. The, get the fuck out of there! You don't like eating the poop. But this is why this is why I want that that Cheruz app to work. Like, uh, I mean, there's there's probably if there's a hundred people here. Who likes, eating, who likes eating poop in here? You can't. You can't. This I a, bet taxi least, driver guy, you like eating poop. In an ideal society, we could ask, and a hand would shoot up, and they would come up. But it's like it's too easy. Make too easy to target. You know, they're well. Let's they're, promise to not. Judge, just raise your hand and we won't judge. No, really, we just want to know. There I was under the coffee table. If you like eating poop or, 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 or watching somebody else eat the poop, or having poop on you or pooping on someone, or the coffee just table, raise your or hand. Or does, does the story about Danny Thomas make you think, I'm going to give that a try tonight? Is <laughs> anybody here? Raise who, your hand, no who, judgment. Any, anybody in this room that feels that way has felt that way longer than you guys have been thinking up ways to get them to come. Come up. <laughs> they, they, they've been walking. That's the thing, and it's like, where do you draw the line? You know, it's like, oh, I thought, I thought they were c coming for the people that e like to eat poop, uh, uh, so, so I didn't care. And then, and then one day they came for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. First the trade unionists, then the staff especially, editors. especially if it, we're talking about oh, something that that actually gives you a an erection or the female equivalent, whatever that is. I have no idea. <laughs> And I'm never shall. I'm still working and on it. never shall. I'll figure it out eventually. But uh, uh, the, 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 if that's obviously an involuntary response, right? To me, it seems like the... But it can the, be conditioned. The tricky thing is that when you get into this point where... And there's plenty of people, and that's why we have... You know, this is an issue. It's like, oh, you know what gets me going is when the other person <laughs> wants nothing to do with it uh, or, or is too young to want anything to do with it and, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, shit, okay. But those... And those, shouldn't, those, shouldn't you feel sorry for those people and, and, and like, well, kind of, like... shitting on people ...work is not... toward a solution with them? Like, a lot of them want to be castrated, you know? Like, they go, like, fuck, I can't... Wait, I can't. so we've gone from shit to pedophilia. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm talking Raise about... Raise your hands. You. <laughs> no judgment. Yes. I'm talking about unpopular sexual, se sexual things. But there's a big yeah. line between shit porn and 
pedophilia. Well, what there really well is. the big line being that someone gets hurt. Well, I, gets could, I would say I would say the shit porn you could be into shitting on somebody or being shit on without being without having something broken about you. But I think if you're into kids, there is something broken about you. I well, don't that, think, that big line I don't mean moments like ago was being drawn before the shit people, though. Where, you, you know, Jeff said, like, well, you know, if it's shit, go back to the drawing board. I mean, do we mean... No, I don't, because sex is such an animal act. And I think, what is more animal than, like, shitting on somebody? So, right, so I could see... I'm sort of getting eating. convinced a little bit. <laughs> All right. We're bringing Kumail over. Is Emily still here? Emily? <laughs> <laughs> Can you get one of those one of those Valentine's Day coupons? Yeah, hey. <laughs> you said anything. <laughs> when you poop in your automobile. Oh, is that what that was? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well it's a, but you know. I, I, I just mean like, yeah. That, I don't think it's but a I disorder think I, to be in When we go to the sex. moon, when we colonize the moon, if you like people to poop on you. In zero gravity? I'm not going to kick you off the moon. Like I don't think I sound like oh let's get them out of here. That's a new component though zero gravity. If 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 you like to have sex with eight year old children or 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 women that are screaming no stop it, uh, then we have a problem because your right to swing your fist ends at the end of another person's nose. So 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 now we have a we have an issue because not because of your rights because of other other people's. But if you want if you want to if you want somebody to poop on you come no, to, come I to the moon. <laughs> we got that. <laughs> I also saw it like when I was ten, so part of me is like, that's not so crazy. <laughs> the I did. I mean, yeah. it, ma- it makes. I mean, if it makes other people physically gag, yeah, got, no one, no one's gonna watch you pay de- ten dollars to watch you do it. Can we yeah. call this episode six six six? Do not listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Spencer, what do you think about people pooping on each other? That's weird. <laughs> But what if there's a girl? You have had a crush on this girl for years. She's gorgeous. She's amazing. She's awesome. You, you're like, this is the perfect girl for me. And she's making out with you for the first time. It's the night of your life. And she's like, the only thing, once I have to shit on you. Like, and then we can be in a relationship. <laughs> I think that's weird. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, that would be a red flag. More so because of her weird ritualistic approach to it, where like, like if you're that into it, why do you only want to do it once? Well, like, she wants to know that he's there for you know through thick and thin. <laughs> She's not even into it. She's just like, I just want to test you to see. Yeah, no, this is gonna be horrible for me too. It's very embarrassing. It's gonna be very thick. I really like the direction the show's going. We always get to one little deep topic. Uh, <laughs> last time it got so deep, we found out Jeff had psychic powers, uh, uh, and we, we had to preempt D&D. That's why we should, yeah, we should get started the, now. Yeah. It sure was magical, though. But that, gives, that gave you a whole extra week to prepare your, your D&D materials. <laughs> was that what I was supposed to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. You were too busy shitting on people, weren't you? You know my secret. <laughs> yeah, those are the sheets. You should uh, pass them out. I'll style. pass them out. You wanna you wanna catch us up to? The I was oh I was gonna say something with I got okay. now come on go it's ahead. It's still about the I remember watching the shit video when I was ten and they were pooping on each other, and then later I remember thinking like probably the saddest moment has to be when they're like it's like maybe later that day and they're showered and they find a little bit in their belly button and they're like oh right I did that. <laughs> Yeah, because it's something you immediately forget once you get home. Uh, that's me. Thank you. 
Cool. By the way, I'm wearing the Harmontown shirt today. Yeah, yeah you've, because you've, it's really Camille, awesome. very smartly, uh, smartly clad. And yeah, is there some kind of flash sale or something? Is the flash sale is the flash over or? Uh, yeah, the sale's still going. So sale. buy it. It's like super comfortable. Yeah. Actually, I have a question. Okay, right. he has right. a question. So, right. like, if we're all worried about like somebody shitting on you, no, we moved on. But who hasn't jammed something? Up the shit pipe? Okay, uh, uh, flash channel on That's a false premise. What do you mean? So, like, who has not done that? Why are you afraid of something coming out of it when you don't mind putting something in it? No, we can't sell things here because uh, t uh, it's a different store. That's why we can't sell t shirts here. But we you can buy them on harmontown.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the question. Thank you. I think I think you just I think, I think you might have just comp trolled. <laughs> I had to. You used to work in politics, right? The, ge the gentleman's question was uh, was what, what's the big deal with poop coming out of your butt if uh, if if you if you could put like a sharpie pen up it uh, or, or 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 for the you know the, I, I I think the answer would be for, first of all my answer would be exactly whatever I think I think a lot of people's answers would be well the poop is like it's not a sh it's made out of poop and then the poop gets everywhere. The deal isn't that. That the poop leaves the butt. That's normal. That's that's the whole is like if that's so weird, it's not so weird. Yeah, it's that the poop that's, that's normal. the problem. It's, it's not just the don't butt. be smearing it around people. That's the where it starts to get iffy. No one's questioning that poop leaves the butt and that's normal. <laughs> what what did you say, sir? But when you pull it back out, then there's poop on it. That's when you, also well, yeah. true. <laughs> And that's why I only did the Sharpie thing once, because I was a after I had a I, ma I I masturbated, and I put a, I put a, I was like I wonder if this is gonna be great, and then and then I as I, I wonder as I if this is gonna be great. Is a great sentence to think before you do that. The, the male orgasm like it shuts you off like a light. You're like, and then you're just hanging out, and then I was like, all right, get the Sharpie pen out of my ass and. Uh, yeah, it's got poop on it. I'm not going to use it to write a chore list. Like, uh, don't do that again. Uh, <laughs> buy, buy, buy new Sharpie pens. Yeah. Only insert disposable items. But That's I think, you know. It has poop on it when you pull the Sharpie pen out? Well, I mean, more, more so than your average Sharpie pen. Sure. Well, whether it's you probably can see it or not. five percentile of yeah. poopy Sharpie pens. Yeah. Sure. Poopy Sharpie this episode of Harmontown is brought to you by Fulton and Rourke. Jeff, you're sick of uh, spilling all your colognes all over the place. You hate liquid colognes, is that correct? It's my nemesis. It's, I, it's, it's the thing that gives me nightmare dreams all night long. I can't remember how many times I've walked in on you just, just covered in sticky, wet cologne. I have traveled and broken a bottle of the cologne that I wear, and then my luggage smells like a French whorehouse for the rest of time. Yeah. But Fulton & Rourke is a men's fragrance and grooming company that specializes in solid colognes, shave, and shower products, all designed to make getting ready easier and more enjoyable. Now, when you say solid colognes, do you mean like solid in the jazz sense? Like, wow, that would, that jazz solo was solid. You know, I do mean that, but I also mean physically solid as well. Oh, like a little... Like you're talking about a wax-based cologne that travels in a little small package that I, I can't spill all over my luggage and smell like a Mexican tit house. So these are travel-friendly, wax-based colognes that can go anywhere? Plus, there's nothing to break or spill, and of course, they all smell fantastic. Fantastic. Like a Mexican tit house. <laughs> I mean, 
There's there's different levels of Mexican tit ass. I mean, there's 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 the high quality ones. There's the ones that you wish you didn't go to. Right. Yeah. Titas fantásticos. <laughs> Is one of their fragrances called Mexican tit ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> que fantástico. <laughs> Fulton & Works bar soap is designed to exfoliate the skin with or without a washcloth. Also, you don't even have to touch it. It comes and does it in the night. Well, <laughs> that's amazing. That's that's literally unbelievable. Did you know, Spencer, that GQ magazine just named their shave cream the very best on the market today? Well, yeah, of course I knew that. Why would you, why would you ask? I mean, who am I asking? I mean, this guy, you go to his house... It's like an episode of Hoarders. So many back issues of GQ magazine there. Right. And I got to tell you, my house is made out of bricks of cologne. Wax-based cologne, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Try it yourself at FultonandRourke.com and save 15% off your purchase by using the code FERAL, F-E-R-A-L, at checkout. That's FERAL at checkout. Smell good for once, you fucking bums. Fulton and Rourke, get your smelling good. (laughs) Fulton and Rourke, time to get your stink on. Off, <laughs> get your bad stink off and get your good stink on. Fulton and Rourke, not by Menon, <laughs> different corporation. By Fulton and Rourke. <laughs> so where were we in the adventure? I don't know. Am I going to get music? I mean, I could do it without, but that's what I've been waiting on. You got music whenever you like. It's fine, man. Okay. Spencer, if you would. Last time on Harmon Town D and D. Our narrator gave a stunning and vibrant oratory recounting the travels and tales of our heroes. Then everybody talked about Jeff's psychic ability. <laughs> it was decided by Kumail that Jeff's abuse of his special gift was arrogant and unfortunate. Dan, having heard a thousand or more of Jeff's special abilities, decided that he'd simply default to his old standby response to these stories through drinking. <laughs> The subject shifted to money lending, and Aaron pointed out that Jeff, although claiming to have faith in Dan's ability to remunerate Jeff's loans, was simply and shrewdly using his psychic talent to hedge his bets, whereas Dan left Je- or lent Jent money out of his uh, the kindness of his heart. A healthy laugh was enjoyed by all, and in the end, nothing happened, leaving our adventurers where we last met, on the material plane back home in the forest-fired forest of Connie. Yeah. All right, I examine the surroundings, Spencer. Um, you, you've just exited the plane of shadow. Around you stand um, dozens of felled, not like hundreds of felled uh, burnt trees. This is uh, what you recognize to be the Connie Forest. You met, um, you know, uh, Tylenol with Cody and the unicorn there. All right. So is Coco back? Coco is back. Yay! And I still have summoned, Surprising. Have summoned nature's ally for no reason. Yeah, see it's what like I did you're there? You're examining the surroundings. You got this down. Yeah. Well, guys, we did it. Yay. Yeah. I guess we should all just split up and go our separate ways. Nice meeting you. <laughs> Wait, so what did we do? What, uh, what, we uh, banished our shadow opponents. But we still have the soul of growth and we figure out what the main thing of it is, right? I mean. Is that, what's are, our, you, are we done with the quest? I wish. No, we got to get the shards. <laughs> no, knee-jerk response. Um, yeah, so I heard the soul of growth, right? That was mentioned? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As it happens, you hear a, a Dan, you hear a of pulsating energy coming from your back. Uh, I, uh, your pack, rather. Your I, back is pack. It, is, is Paul Lind here? <laughs> I, I investigate. Oh, I, I pull out the soul of growth and hold it aloft. Holding the soul of growth aloft, it is caught with a brilliant green energy. Um, yeah. 
That happens. Regrow the forest with the soul of growth. Hey, that's happening. <laughs> a brilliant emerald light casts a bright glow on the burnt forest as well as your party. Before your eyes, legions of green shoots and leaves burst forth, burst forth from the soil, growing at an incredible pace before your very eyes as if by magic, except literally by magic. Cork. <laughs> Cork, you can also hear a loud cracking, shattering sound coming from the inside of your bag, as well as a burst of green light from your bag. Whose bags? My Quark. bag. Cork. Nice, I, I, I hear a, a cracking coming from my bag. A cracking followed by a shattering of maybe glass or something. I, I, I throw the bag down and, and look back uh, agape. A second green, uh, <laughs> all, bright all these... green light. Huh? <laughs> Gape, shattering, they all sort of harken back to the conversation we were just That's no, just no, you. No, no. That's just you. Male, come on. I can't it get over it. It was when you were 10. <laughs> it was when game, I was 10. That's just going to happen. Yeah. 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 It's always going to be there. I've read a book. <laughs> okay. you, yeah, so that happens. You throw the bag down, um, then exploding from your backpack like a river of emerald light, swirling around the growing green plants, you see a coalescing form. It, it forms from these plants and these leaves and that grow into being, as well as these charred you know, limbs of the tree. It the coalesces into a 12-foot uh, bipedal form. Whoa. You see golden red leaves crowning a tangle of clump of briary thorns, which seem to be its head. Gl uh, glowing green eyes are embedded in its face like glowing uh, coals. Living and dead plants wrapped around each other and tied together by thin green sinewy vines form into a bipedal shape with four fingers on each of its two hands, on each of its two arms, and two large stump-like legs. It speaks in a powerful voice. Thanks for releasing me. No problem. What the, hell was, what the hell was in my bag? <laughs> this guy. I was forged into the knife. People at oh, home aren't you, getting it, but Spencer's doing a very wonderful beard shake when he does this creature's voice. It's more of a throat shake. <laughs> is it, is um, it, are, are you my talking dagger? I was. To be told true, I am the true soul of growth. What you have there was a fraction of my powers. What's your name? My name is the soul of growth. Can I ask it a question? Yeah. Are you friend or foe? For releasing me and granting me back some of my powers, I would say you're friends and I am your ally. Is it nice. politically incorrect to climb you? <laughs> At this point, I think so. <laughs> In our culture, it's a, it's a friendship symbol. I, I did go for it, Sharpie. I'm like an avatar of nature. Well, we're like nature's to be enjoyed. Haven't you read or been the giving tree? I hope people enjoy. But why don't we let that temporarily conclude the amount of arguing we do with the 12-foot tree monster. <laughs> now at this Who wants to be our friend? Okay. Bowing the seasons are mine to command. I'm, I'm sorry, what? 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 I, I'm sorry. Well, the seasons are mine to command. Okay, all right. All right. It's just a little bit okay. of truth. Uh, yeah, Do you want any more credentials? I'm just going to, you know. C credentials? Credentials. Uh... <laughs> Where, where did you, uh, did you, did you go to college? I can produce my CV. Okay. <laughs> what kind of music do you like? I don't know. <laughs> uh, when you, do, do you produce food uh, with sunlight? One of the tier of growth's powers, the tier of growth being that thing you hold, can produce food. For you? For anybody. We should eat. Let's eat stuff. Where's the tear of growth? Loose forth nature's bounty. Do you have any burritos? He, uh, he spreads his hand wide and, and the soul of growth kind of glows brightly before like 
basically like distributing on the floor like a banana and um, you know like there's some tubers and some mushrooms like a bunch of edible produce. I it's take the. Can I take the banana? Okay. Yeah. You wanted the banana. I could there's, find more. There's I'm multiple ranger, bananas. I'm I'll take two of right the here. tubers. <laughs> two tubers. All right. All right. Thank you. Let's. Uh, I prepare like a campfire. We've we been take... through a lot. Let's get some food back and enjoy having shadows, which I assume we have now. You do. Yeah. We, we spent like eight sessions going for those things. It was so a big deal for a back. while, yeah. yeah. Can, we, can we give this uh, Solar Growth like a nickname, like a handle? Soli. Soli? <laughs> like Gordon? Soli I don't works. Know. Soli. Soli. Grother? Sure. Gr- Grother? <laughs> I like What's that. up, Grother? Soli Grother. Uh, root, 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 Rudy Manbranch. Rudy Manbranch? Man yeah. I thought I thought you were I was uh, Rudy, Rudy Moss is good, but I would have said Rudy, trio. Rudy Leaf, Rudy Moss. Rudy Leaf. Rudy Leaf. Twig. Rudy Rudy Wood. Rudy Poop Leaf. Rudy Branch. Rudy Branch Haver. Rudy Woodgrowth. Rudy Rudy Woodgrowth. Fresh and fruity. The third. Fresh and fruity. Rudy Woodgrowth the third. Rudy Woodgrowth the third. Hey, can we call you Rudy Woodgrowth the third? It means something good in our language. That works. Okay. All right. We did something as a party. I uh, while I while I talk, I eat a tuber. All right. So. Rudy, <laughs> um, please let me cook that next time. I mean, I know you're our friend and servant, but I'd like to think it's a reciprocal thing. I don't thing. think he said servant. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard servant. <laughs> he, he said he was there to, to help us and serve yeah. us, right? I mean, and the seasons were arts to command. If you if you could for, if you could forgive us, I mean, you're a creature in nature, so you probably do less drinking than us. Uh, like, we kind of lose track of what we were doing a lot, and yeah. uh, we, we're kind of wondering, like. Uh, like uh, what news from the material plane? <laughs> what we were doing yeah. before when we left? The yeah, hey Rudy, what were we doing? This is like the Hangover. Uh, I mean, I, this you know, D and D has a voiceover. Yeah, how it does. would he know that? Yeah, I mean, he was with us the entire time. Reaching all the way back, my dad had a thing. Like uh, you were trying to get back with your dad, and he swallowed one of the uh, shards of, of, of flimflam. Yeah, I was kind of getting into this last week, but uh, the last thing that happened is um, you were with your dad, and then there was like the the, the invasion by Admiral Darkstar. He brought his ships oh, in, right. and they released all those candroids. And at some point, they decided it would be a good idea if. Quark got Sharpie to throw him onto one of these robots, and the robots just took him into a fucking airship. It's all coming back. That happened in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 We we, we fought that guy, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. My dad, my dad's in trouble. Hey, Rudy. uh, 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 And I start talking, and what I do as I'm talking is I I ask him if he can get us back quickly to uh, wherever we were when that happened. He's like... I would be rather ingracious not to grant you this request. However, <laughs> could you give me the soul of growth? Ooh. It will complete my powers. Now, Guys. just moments ago, you said you were yourself the soul of growth, and I just I don't want to get caught up in semantics, but... Semantics-wise, I was referring to the tier of growth. So you are the tier of growth? No, he, I he am the soul of growth. Oh. The tier of growth was tier. a mere imitation. Like you want phrase, the tier of growth. I need the soul tier. That, uh, that's we should, about the size of it. We should have a meeting away from him to figure out maybe he's a bad guy and wants... I'm oh, sorry, Rudy, no offense. <laughs> what do we get for the tier of growth? We get... We get 
it healed you. you no, just what I'm saying, what do we? He wants it, but what's he? Yeah, well, yeah. What, he what, what's in it for us, Rudy? Rudy? I can grant you the power of the seasons, and I will take you to your father. Oh, let's do it. Oh, that's right. Right. That sounds. Let's like yeah, just yeah, give yeah, it to him. I mean, uh, it's just a, it's, at this point, it's just a banana maker. I, t- I, I take the tear of growth and I flip it like a coin to him and I go... Well, I'm, I'm going to, uh, on record, say that I'm against this idea. Yeah, I'm <laughs> against it, but I'm not stopping. All right. But go ahead, do whatever you guys do. I take it and I go, you know what, kid? You're all right. And I flip it and it goes to the... Like, 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 like the, Michael like Jackson? Or Mean Joe Green throws a towel to the kid yeah. in the old Coke yeah. commercial. And, and also, I, as it flips through the air, it, it kind of slows down. And I think in, the, in its reflective surfaces, we see some of the cooler moments from our campaign. Yeah. <laughs> when I fire like, like us. Kind of like, like hugging and like, like when fighting I fired spiders. The other arrows. Yeah. Me, me fucking, fucking a dead horse, spider. Yeah. And you had sex with my horse. Yeah. And Enya plays. I can I think breathe. Enigma should play. Go ahead. I'm imagining it. It's, it's lovely in my mind. All right. Anyway. I'm also going to put my hair into like uh, Liberty Spikes, you know, with mud down and just cutting into Liberty Spikes. Jeff fucks the horse. I fire two arrows. <laughs> My dad ate a shard. <laughs> okay, so, 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 so. What, if, what if the tear stabbed him in the face and he died? <laughs> I chop we, off the dragon's dick. We get two people, instead of sparing them, we have them murder each other, and then we kill the survivor. All right, so, so now the, 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 Rudy catches the, uh, the, the, the tear of growth, I imagine, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was happening. And then, what, what, what happens? <laughs> oh, I was going to say, um, yeah, so he, he catches it, I mean, as you do. And um, you see a kind of void uh, open up in his kind of chestal regions as, like, vines and tendrils kind of move out of the space. And He's he, a girl tree. He puts it back up in it. And, um, Wait, you why see, is he a girl tree? Because he has a void in his torso. Heart. His chestal regions. It's not. There's a hole in his soul, so he's a woman? Is that... <laughs> We all know women are woefully incomplete as a spiritual being. Am yeah, I why, right? why is it a girl? Yeah, because he has a, a, a void right? in his chest. Yeah, and they have cooties. You said he has, he has a chest vagina? Is that what you think? That's what I'm Don't. imagining. Stand down, sir. It's if, not a chest if you, if you really want to recap, I thought of the idea of saying that he's a girl before he got to the point where he said it was in his chest, and then I wouldn't let it go, because okay, I'm, 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 a, I'm a petty uh, entertainer. Because okay. Rudy could go either way. Rudy could be dude or woman. Okay. Or trio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so like little no, green that's not vines, yeah, no. they're doing stuff, wrapping around things, specifically the soul growth. They entwine it, and then the void kind of closes up. And then he's he's taken by, like, it looks like he's on fire, but it's, like, green, um, um, like, magical Shit. energy emanating from his body. He's a girl. <laughs> he's a girl. <laughs> okay. He's like, take this. And then he, 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 he reaches out a finger at you guys. What's that? Is that a kind of banana? It's like a finger, but with a, a softer G. <laughs> A finger? He, 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 gives a us finger. The, he, he gives us the finger. Is he saying, pull my finger? He's not. He's more, he's, he's going to kind of like touch you guys. I reach out my finger. All right. Finger. Can I just call it a finger? We all, we, we all reach out our finges and, uh, and like toward him. They start finging. Play, play that. Play that Enigma song again, I think. There'd be like magical light now, but yeah. 
This isn't the world of Dungeons and Dragons in real life, I'm afraid. Anyway, so you feel like a, a rush of wind kind of overtake you, and uh, Dan, you feel you feel kind of a vibrant force welling up inside of you, and um, you you feel the dry, cold winds blow upon you. And wait, um, me or Christopher does? Christopher does. Um, Moraine feels that the summer heat of summer and the wintry chill of icy cold breeze blasts into a quark and you feel spiritual elemental energy taking you up. You're not Wait, quite sure what this are means Are we like yet. Captain Planet now? Not quite, not I, quite. I, I forgot what I felt because I was first. It was easier to connect the dots after you went down. Uh, I, what did I feel? Uh, did uh, hum- humidity? What I'll was cut it? the magic. Spring, Spring. fall, okay. I'm summer, fall? winter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who's heart? We are the seasons. These are the reasons. It's good that we didn't have a fifth person in the show. Teleporting to the plot. So uh, the, the wind kind of diminishes and you feel uh, the central presence residing on your kind of forearm oh. area and it coalesces. There's, there's a ring of energy that hardens into, it looks kind of like a, a tangle of, uh, of like, like vines and stuff. Wait, it looks twist. like a douchebag tattoo? <laughs> kind of, except like it's vines? not a tattoo. We got vine tattoos? Except it's not a tattoo. It's like made out of uh, fine gold. It's like jewelry, but kind of stylized. To like, look. Like, like a gauntlet around our forearms? Yeah, kind of like that. It's yeah. cool, dude. It's not super know, cool. Man. I'm not going to really sell it hard. It's just a thing. <laughs> can I'm mine not be like vines? It. Can... It will You're be barbed wire. Give him barbed wire. Can I get can I get Christmas lights? No, autumn leaves. I was winter. Jeff could get no. You were summer. Jeff and was winter. winter. Can I can I get Calvin uh, from Calvin Hobbes pissing on a Chevy symbol? <laughs> Only if he's wearing a snow jacket. Because okay. you're winter. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. He's peeing ice onto a Chevy. But. I examine the surroundings. Can I get the Chinese symbol for fall instead of just? <laughs> you don't know, like he he scrawls like douchebag in Chinese okay. on you. Oh, this looks great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, your surroundings are unchanged. So now we have these magical uh, forearm gauntlets of, yeah, of, yeah. of our, the, the powers of our seasons. They contain the power of the. They contain the power of the seasons. Thank you, Rudy. Sorry, you. sorry. What voiceover? Oh no, that was a <laughs> no, tree no, talking. I, I know, I get it. I, just throwback. <laughs> you started throwback. with voiceover. Now yeah. it was a Dan. Write some, write some voiceover for Rudy, like if it was a script about Rudy, like b- b- bad. So there I was, back to the real out al- reality plane. Just gotten my new powers, but now look at these jokers, all dressed up with the seasons. <laughs> all dressed up with the seasons. That's, a, that's like his that. internal monologue. Yeah, I like are, there, it. are there any roads leading away from our, where we're standing right now? Um, he's like, there aren't any. You're kind of in the middle of like a burnt down forest, but he's like, he's like, if we will go, let us go. All right, I'm a tracker, so I'm I can track. Yeah, not a lot in can. that sentence. Yeah, well, knowing this area, you know uh, the cardinal direction of where Yellow Camp is. That's you know Butzalot's camp. So you kind of have an idea of where it is anyway, but he's gonna he's gonna spirit you away there. All right, let's oh, go there. Yeah, All right. yeah, do it. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, so I, I, I hold up my, my are there uh, on our right arms our, our little season gauntlets? You can pick whatever arm you well, want. Left I, arm. I, I hold up whatever arm mine, mine is on, and I, and I hold it forward like we're like now like the super friends. Like and it's like Captain Planet. I, that, yes. I, I, I don't know what Captain Planet is. Oh. It's like Voltron, but it was like, like but but like Caesar wow. people recycling. Yeah, yeah the the criminal like the be- the villains like use too much water on their golf courses that they own. Okay. Like literally. Kwame, your TV is too big. Wheeler, you have too many children. This was an actual Captain Planet plot. In the future, they all bickered each other for being assholes. It was the best episode. Okay, I put my arm back down because that didn't work. Yeah, nothing happens. Sorry. I was trying to c- c- come up with a little okay. catchphrase so thing that we do. Now, now we're, we by the power of summer, or um, winter. Summer. Fall. Spring. Let's be... Seasons, seasons together. together. Seasons together. <laughs> Is that, can, be, can that be our group name? Seasons together? Yeah, it's yeah. like a really terrible four orange. Four yeah, the Four yeah. Seasons is better. Is that Bill? Beefunkus Bill called us the Four Seasons. Luxury, accommodations, efficiency, affordability. Four Seasons. It's not affordability. It's very expensive. Oh, yeah. Well, well for some people. Uh, oh. Okay, rich. so having, rich. Ha, ha, having workshopped our, our new catchphrase... Uh, uh, we, we, we embark with, uh, with Rudy towards the yellow camp. He, um, he puts his hands to like a small sapling-style tree, and he like touches it, and it gets super huge, really big tree. And then he's like, step in. Like, it's a door. It's not a door. It's a tree. I tell him that. All right. I, I just, because I'm so stoked about my new winter powers, I just I said, I'm cool with that. Okay. All right. And yeah. then I... Fuck, yeah. fuck all of you. I swear to God. I'm, I'm going to make you all eat my poop later. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm skeptical and I go, I won't fall for that. <laughs> Boo! These jokes feel you like sw- I've been up here for 500 days. <laughs> of summer. Yay, you got it. This idea is traditionally associated with fertility. <laughs> I thought you were going to spring into action or something, but I like that. <laughs> that too. Okay, so I, 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 I just, I, I, in my barbarian uh, impulsiveness, I just jump through the, uh, into the, the tree portal. Okay, the rest of you see Jeff kind of whoomp into the tree, like platform nine and three quarters style. <laughs> I whoomp after him. I whoomp also. Men. Because my character's female, and that's, that's, that's what Aaron would have said, guys. Can we close the portal before? <laughs> Is there a lock? Is there a lock? I assume Wump was you guys falling into something that's not a portal, because he said it's, not, it's a tree and not a portal. The portal closes while he's talking about <laughs> it. All right, it me and Coco track yeah, our mo- way mo- to where they're going. I, I, I stick my head out of the portal and go, Moraine, stay here and guard the rear. <laughs> I have to from you. <laughs> Because he fucks everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck that was good. That was legit. Okay. That was legit. That was good. <laughs> it's like the joke judge. I okay. am. Mm. I have. I have That's, uh, overruled. Then I, I have tables. Then I go whoop back. I, I whoop my head back in. All right. That happens. All right. Okay, All right. I go through the portal. Okay. Oh. So you come out inside of a, a much smaller tree. You don't know how you... It's magic. Whatever. Tree walking. Yeah. Yeah, tree walking. That's a spell. It is. Look it up. Anyway, you get out, and before you, you see the familiar yellow canvas of Yellow Camp. 
However, um, usually this is like a circus-like kind of tent style. Rather than that, it's more like you see it stretched between watchtowers, and these watchtowers are black and foreboding. Hmm. Hmm. Much has changed since you've left. How long were we gone for? I don't know. (laughs) Aren't you nature and based on seasons? Isn't your whole thing about the cycle of the year and the seasons? Inside of a knife time is really complicated. Okay. All right, so is anyone around? We can ask them what the date is. You're still about 50... uh, No, you're still about 400 feet off from kind of the walls... um, you can kind of see there. a couple guards, yeah. Let's walk to the guards, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they should be good people. Oh, yeah. It's a yellow guards. camp, I mean, That's this good. is our town. Also, you know, it's time to level up. I'm spoiling for another fight. I got my shadow back, I'm ready to rock and roll. You don't get to say when it's time to level up. That's. I'm saying, but you got to get some experience points and fight. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. He's itching to level up. Okay, so let's go find some find some people. Yeah. So um, as you near as you near the towers of uh, Yellow Camp, you don't actually see any guards posted. It's it's rather odd. You don't see really anyone. Um, you do see uh, some some smoke kind of rising from the center of camp, kind of like a like a, a smokestack maybe. You don't see a smokestack, but it's that kind of column of Father! Smoke. I run to, toward it. I'm not even being careful. Sharpie, wait. Be careful. <laughs> no! Okay. <laughs> You're Did at he that say canvas. no? He was too far away. I couldn't hear. All right. Did he say no? There I was, like no. watching my boyfriend no? Sharpie run away towards <laughs> fire. That's my life. I have liberty spice <laughs> now. He's doing the VO. Yeah, that's yeah, no, we know. Yeah, we know. No, I, I don't they, think. Yeah. I saw their their predisposal to resent Adam is oh, oh is burdensome on no, me. That was a bad joke. Like, no, I'm not. It's not because they didn't like me. It's because the joke's been done too much. Mm. Anyway, All right, so you, get, you get to the, ca- <laughs> the can. We run. Can we run behind him? We uh, if you want. Yeah, him? yeah, yeah. Well, guys, you want to do that? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's you're do at it. a point where you're on the cusp of throwing open the canvas and, and revealing the in- inside of this camp. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. Let's do it. Guys, right. we're the four seasons. We can do this. Yeah. <laughs> let's walk like a man. Yeah, let's yeah, say walk like a man. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like, I won't fall for this. I use my line way too much. Yeah, I go, yeah. I'm still cool. <laughs> we use our catchphrases too much. We just came up with them. We like them a lot. Tell it to the world. <laughs> So um, you throw open the canvas and kind of enter this area, and you are struck with, like, a horrifying sight. Barbarians aren't really known for industry. However, you see, like, these metal constructions that look like maybe kilns or some sort of large oven-style thing that are kind of set up in the middle. There's two of them. They dominate the space. Did they get holocausted? Oh, God. It's not like that. (laughs) Okay, sorry. I'll just spoiler it right now. Sorry. Sorry, uh, Holocaust survivors. It's not like that. Um, And... I think I the guess. number of Holocaust survivors who listen to this podcast is very small. Very small Venn diagram. I'm not willing to take that risk. Okay. It's a responsible All right, so master. they're using kilns inside of a tent. Yeah, you see some people kind of, um, you know, like cattle can be pushed around in a circle to like be harnessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's people doing that. So there's a bunch of a bunch of barbarians. You see humans and gnolls alike. If you recall, there's gnoll alliance with the Butzalot tribe going on back in the way past. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they're both they're both chained up and you see like uh, it looks like a scrawny um, his skin is like gray and emaciated with like you can see kind of like white lights kind of like emanating from his body and he's got a scraggly like uh, beard made out of tentacles. Um, they're really thin kind of tentacles. That's and what he's it, whipping that's them what with I, a lash. 
That's not what a gnoll is. That's the bad guy. This is, yeah, this is some sort of crazy humanoid that's whipping these gnolls and these humans. Gnolls are like a, a and, and they're operating some sort of mill or some sort of like, like a... Yeah, they're being pushed around in a circle and that's, that's put up to like a... Uh, is he a mind flare? He's not, no. You know, you, you've seen guess. them, you, you've heard of mind flares and, and these, these, this looks more like maybe some sort of demonic creature, maybe a devil or a demon or an... Abomination. Uh, and what are these? Bo- Chris, s- sneak over, stab him in the spine. I'm no, no, no. Arrows. Let's talk about this first. Okay. I go and pledge allegiance to that guy. <laughs> right, right now? I'm not going to stop you. Okay. You also see similar sights. Like, there's kind of like a three different kind of turbines of human energy, and they're all being attended to by demons. And um, if you recall, there's these puddles of uh, flesh demons that you saw way earlier. They look like slimy puddles of uh, flesh-covered goop that hold themselves together and roughly have arms. They're kind of sliding around as if on patrol kind of around the area. And they've seen us? Did we kind of... They haven't. You've kind of found yourself between two little, like... uh, Recognizing them now, um, you were so horrified before you didn't really see them. But these are large, black, empty cages, so they're made out of iron. So you're kind of hiding behind these. And in the very center of this area, you can kind of see between two of these uh, engines, you see a giant pit in the ground. Giant, giant pit. Giant pit. Giant Uh, pit. Jesus. Well, we really bit off a... a more than we could chew here. Yeah. Running into this giant yellow tent. But I'm feeling pretty good. I got my hit points back. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm spoiling for a fight. I think we should leave this place. You, are you sure your dad's here? Well, I mean, his peeps are. But it's 9.48. We should, uh, you know. <laughs> what? These people have been through a lot. We talked about, talked about eating shit for like 25 minutes. Uh, you know, Adam's been... There have been puns, yeah. A regular. Like he's, uh, he's on stage That the is whole not time. on par with the previous thing. <laughs> no, no. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just, no, one's much worse. It's, <laughs> not all Jenga blocks are shaped the same, but you know, a certain amount of them result in a collapse. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, I don't know what... Because we can't, we can't get into a fight with a bunch no, of demons right. and... and and g- g- slimers. And okay, well, so we're, we're established for next time. We know. Yeah. We, n- yeah. Now, now we know what, what's set up. We're ready to. I'm run. gonna have to reset it up next week, though. Yeah, that's yeah. Fine. But we, I'm we just we, saying we, we, made, we made friends with Rudy. We're now the Four Seasons. Yep. Well, you so think we should use our, our next 11 minutes to? No, I'm just saying. Is that Rudy with us, by the way? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not actually. He's he's behind you. You when you burst through the tent, you lost track of him. But he was kind of a little, like maybe 10 feet behind you. You've you've lost track of him at this point unless you kind of go back. But he out. did come with us to Yellow Camp. He got yeah. you. He got you there, and he followed you. And uh. he he would have gone in, you'd think, but then he didn't come in. <laughs> well, I would say we probably have to use our powers, our, our our new seasonal powers, to destroy or take over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what that really means, though. We'll do it next time. We should have tried them <laughs> while we were outside the Yellow Tent to see what they Flashback do. Flashback too. Us trying out our powers. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good thing we tried out our powers. Yeah, well, you did try holding them aloft dramatically. Yeah, can, can, we, all, can we all retreat away, kind of go into a clearing, where we can all just try out our new powers and just kind of see what we got? I'm going to have to actually roll some dice for that. Oh, shit. Well, yeah. but we don't want to do it in front of the... Yeah, yeah, we, we, we move into it, like, we, we get away from it. I think it, he's rolling dice to see if we can just for. barge into a tent and then, and then take, a, take an audible. What's that guy trying? No, no, no. <laughs> Don't have super strength. Okay. Super speed. No, come on. Okay. All right. Yeah, Summer. everyone makes it. All right. Okay. We just kind of we just kind of backed out. <laughs> <laughs> right. so we heard a record scratch. Let's, guys, so, let's so go to the firing range. I, I like I I see like a 
like, is, is there any like any river or water or any, what's, what's, the, what's the topography around me right now? It's kind of like hilly, and uh, there's the occasional tree, kind of okay. like a so chaparral. I, I, I see a little small bush, like a chaparral shrub, yeah. and I and I I. I Hold my hand out. I don't know what to expect out of my winter powers, and I go, "Winter power!" Of this bush, and I, 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 want, I want to see. No harm in trying. You feel an extreme chill come over your arm, but that's about it. What? That's, your power is you can make your hand it's your cold. Your first attempt. <laughs> my first. It's attempt. like you can give yourself the stranger. That's it. <laughs> I go. I, I go up and touch the bush that he was pointing at. You uh, see, like a, a almost open bud. Open slightly more than it was. Oh, so we, we, so we, have, we have budding, like nascent powers. Yeah. Right? Or you're what? just doing them wrong. Can I go to? Oh, all right. Uh, Grab I, my arm and try using. I do it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> A stunning dis. No, um, you don't. How do you attempt? I go and I I rub my hand. I rub my hand. Nothing. I happens. kiss it. <laughs> And I wave it around. Nothing happens. I, 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 I have knowledge nature, so I'm going to just start saying nature words in Elvish until my arm activates. Which nature words? Uh, stunning sunset. Go with days. Go with activate. Flex. Activate. Nope, none of those. Pitiful. Guess Spencer's imagination. I, I, I walk over to Rudy and I go, Rudy, how do we use these fucking things? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's one answer. That's a great Go to the way to solve this problem. <laughs> But it'll take me some deter- determined amount of time to teach you guys behind the scenes. Really? Oh, so we have, to, we have to prepare these spells, kind of? We'd have to break here. Woo! <laughs> uh, the, right. the, the fourth wall? So when we... Yes. <laughs> so when we come back, we learn these spells, and then we're going to go into the yellow tent and use them. All right, that's yeah, good. I think yeah. we made the right choices. Yeah. We learned a lot. <laughs> Spencer, thank you so much. Adam Goldberg... Well done, my friends. Careful with that back. Don't don't work it too yeah, hard. Stay put, Camille. Stay put, stay put, Camille. Yeah, you, you, you ain't going nowhere. Is it, you're like a, you're like a high school principal. I'm, I'm a little scared uh. for Camille. <laughs> uh, no, 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 that's all right, Camille. You stick around. Stay right there, Mister. <laughs> what was, what was this, movie, this movie you were doing? You were out, you were out of town shooting a film. I was, yeah. How'd it go? It was really fun. I'm going to go back in for most of July to do it. Fantastic. Yeah, it'll be good. It's Hot Tub Time Machine 2. So I I don't have a big part in it, but it's funny. Isn't Gillian Jacobs in that? Yes, she is. I thought I saw a tweet that she and Chevy are both in it. Yeah, they're both in it. Uh, Chevy and uh, Gillian and John Cusack's not back, but everyone else is back. (laughs) Um, What do you play? Can you talk about that? Uh, yeah, I play, so have you guys, if you see the first one, Cordry sort of has become this uh, tech giant, and I'm like his, I'm like a, his head of R&D, like I, I'm sort of his business partner guy. Fantastic. Yeah. When will this uh, come out? Probably several months from now. I think it comes out next week. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't understand how anything works. Yeah, I think next week. I go late July to shoot it, so... <laughs> Next week sounds right. No, I'm very excited that Gillian's in it. She's really, really funny. We were in New Orleans, and uh, it was... It was <laughs> well, I shouldn't... I can't tell the story, so I won't tell it. Oh, man. <laughs> Wait, do we beg you? Do can we? I tell the story, and then yeah. we can take it out? 
just tell them. You know that that just cueing them to get their little YouTube recorders out or whatever. YouTube recorders? You yeah. mean cell phones? <laughs> Grandfather. They're little. They're little horseless, horseless walkie-talkies. <laughs> 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 Automated electronic <laughs> well, gadgets. So you, tell us a story, and then we'll get the hell out of here. We'll no, I won't. I don't want to. Okay, it, it's, it's, it's about you and Gillian and poop, right? <laughs> Gillian took a crap on a glass coffee table, and you were eating it with Chevy. Yeah, it's eat, eating it with Chevy. I like that. Even though, why is there a glass table if we're just gonna end up eating it? Uh, well, a lot of people. <laughs> A lot of people what? Because it's a dish best served cold. (laughs) Poop is? (laughs) So I'm told. (laughs) We should end it there, shouldn't we? We should end it there. Well, on that shriek of disapproval? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Thanks for coming, everybody. Harvard Town. We love you dearly. One more time for Kamel Nanjiani. Spencer Crittenden. Adam Goldberg. Thank you very much, matey. I'm Jeff Davis. One more time for the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. You're all great writers. You're all great. You did Your scripts are great. Thank you. No voiceovers. You want to end it with a little voiceover? A little, a little epilogue voiceover for the show? That's me ending the show wrong, just like I always begin it. You know, they say life's like what you make it, and I say it's all in the cards. Good night. We love you. Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.